Alrighty, hello and welcome back to another episode of Amber's Happy Hour. By now, you guys of course know who I am. I am Amber, it's your girl. What is up everybody? So today I am riding solo with this episode, just like how I've been riding my entire single life. Um, really got sad all of a sudden. Okay, anyway... <laughs> Um, how y'all doing? What is crackalacking? So normally when I do have guests on this podcast, you guys know, obviously I ask them questions, you know, catch up with their lives, you know, see how they're doing all that good stuff. So today I'm going to update you guys about my life, even though I feel like I update with update you guys with my life all the fucking time. But I feel like I haven't updated with you guys, updated you guys enough lately. So... Let's see, where should I start for you guys? Let's go into the career aspect of my life. Um, So as you guys know, based off my recent post on Instagram, I have given the, uh, I was given the opportunity to um, report the news on the radio um, at 7 and 8 p.m. on Connect FM 91.5 for the English, English, sorry, segment. And so before I got that opportunity, how I got started at the radio station was originally I am trying to apply for my journalism program, as most of you guys know, within the next year or so. And of course, I want to gain as much experience as I can for it to look good on my resume when I do apply. So, you know, I know that this radio station, I have many um, connections through through it and I thought you know what why not take that opportunity and see if I'm able to go and just volunteer you know the simplest things if there's anything like um live events that they have you know any of um uh, you know segment ideas anything like that like if I can just you know give an input volunteer honestly if I have to go get you guys fucking coffee I'll do that too like I don't care just I want to be able to be in that environment and just see what it's like So I go in and, you know, I got the opportunity to come in and talk to them, which is so awesome. They were like, yeah, you know what? Like for the English English segment, which is the evening roundup show at seven, you know, you can help give input on guests, topics, all that stuff. And I was like, cool. You know what? That's awesome. Like to even just be able to give my input. Amazing. So I'm like, he's like, you know what, come in and and meet with the girl who produces and helps, sorry, helps produce that show. Totally sounds good. I'll come in this week. So I go in and I'm sitting there, I'm talking with her and, you know, we're getting to know each other and we're figuring out all the stuff, what I'm going to do and all that. And the guy who interviewed me came in and he said, how is it going? Like, whatever. And we were like, oh, it's really good. Like, you know, we're just talking and stuff. And he then goes, okay can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah, of course. He's like, has anyone ever told you that you have a very broadcasting type of voice? And I kind of like looked at him like, well, um, I mean, no one's really said those exact words. Um, so like, I guess like, no, not really. I was like, no. And in my head, I'm like, well, I mean, it doesn't really count but like I was like I do host my own podcast so I mean like whatever but um he was like yeah no totally like you sound like you would be meant to report the news and I said oh okay like okay like get to where you're like what are you trying to hint here and then he goes would you feel comfortable reporting the news um before each before the English show um like right before it starts and then midway and I was like oh um bro what the fuck I was like you know what like yeah of course I'm not gonna say no like why would you know you don't want to turn down your opportunities so I said no no totally like I would love to do that he's like okay cool when can you start and I was like when would you like me to start and he was like so this was on the 30th of September or something like that and he goes oh October 1st I was like oh my god two days uh okay sure so I came in I started pre-recording a bunch of things just practicing getting the feel of it and then next thing you know, that following Monday, I went live and I well not live, but like pre-recorded and then I put it on the radio and it was the most surreal moment of my life. It was crazy just to hear myself on the radio and 
just being in that studio recording it was just so weird i i literally was like what is going on like what is my life right now and to get your guys's uh feedback for those who tuned in that day it was unreal like honestly like the support that i got and the positive feedback was amazing and i want to say thank you guys for that um yeah so now i've been doing that i'm there monday to friday um, at 7 p.m. and 8 p.m., I go live um, on Connect FM 91.5. Tune in if you want to hear me. If you don't, I really don't care. But yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, so that's what's new with me in my career aspect of my life. School is school. You guys know that. And I feel like for those of you who are in school, you guys are probably, you know, having doing the best that you can because I know I'm trying my very best it's it's so hard when it's online because your your concentration towards school and your focus and commitment is just it's a roller coaster because I think for me the first few weeks it was it was good and we're only two months in oh, we're almost done now but it's just crazy because I feel like the first couple weeks I was like yeah you know what I'm gonna get a feel of it it's you know online's not that bad and luckily for me nothing's um everything's pre-recorded so I was okay with that but now going forward I'm just like oh my god like my motivation isn't there and it's really hard to do that especially when you know there's not many public places that I would really like to go to study you know and especially with so many of the cases going up and a possible second wave and all that stuff it's just it's just too much too much for me to want to be comfortable to study outside so now that I have to study inside at home it's even harder because of the distractions so school right now is literally a roller coaster. It'll have its days where I'm doing perfectly good and I'm confident in it. And then there's days where I'm just slacking and I don't give a shit. And it's really bad um, for me because it's like, you know, I, I I worked so hard last semester to get the grades that I wanted and to get the uh, routine kind of started of the way I can focus and study and all that stuff. And now that it's just literally going down the drain it's just kind of like fuck I gotta find that rhythm again so it's hard it's really hard school's school's a school's a tough case but you know I'm trying my best just like everybody else we're trying it's we're trying our best right now um and we found out that so as most of you guys know I'm here of course till Jan December and I would go back in January um, because our season was canceled this semester and now we they just announced that 2021 is um, during a winter season, sorry, is canceled. And that really fucking sucks because not only is it canceled, like we have indoor during that time. So our whole plan was to go back and play indoor. But now I don't know because one, they canceled the winter season. Two, cases in Toronto are going fucking shooting through the roof it's fucking either 800 or 900 a day it's crazy you know and there's just so many like you know the lockdowns and all stuff it's just ridiculous like right now we're at a two-week lockdown at school like everything training and everything's shut down till november i think it's november 2nd i could be wrong but yeah so it's like what the fuck like you know like i want to go back and i and i want to get back into that routine of you know being independent and just having my life it, my life was different out there and I kind of want that feeling to come back so for me to not go back really sucks and I'm hoping everything goes well and you know people just stay safe and you know follow rules and regulations and all that stuff that we can just can go back and you know hopefully things will get normal but by the looks of it this is the new norm so who knows what is going to happen. But as of right now, because it is canceled, I'm not sure about indoor. And if that does get canceled, then your girl doesn't go back till September. And let me tell you how sad that makes me. Just thinking that I'm going to go back next year, September 2021. Oh my God. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I will try my best to push through it. But I mean, hey, while I'm home, you know, I can, you know, bank some amazing ass episodes out here. And when I go to Toronto, you'll be hearing a lot of my Toronto shit. So we'll, we'll see how this goes, guys. Um, 
So yeah, that was my career and school aspects of life. What do I want to tell you guys about my love life? <laughs> the one that doesn't exist? Sure, why not? So as you guys know, I'm single as a Pringle and I'm okay with that. Before I had an issue, now I'm okay. I really genuinely don't care and I don't care to look. You know, usually if you know me well enough, you guys know that I would always be like, you know, yeah, like I want to, you know, try to date again and blah, 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 blah. And now I'm just literally could give less of a shit. And it's actually a really nice feeling to finally think like that. But um, I feel like I should probably update you guys with the latest story that I told you um, about the guy. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, about the guy who had left me on red for a week. Yeah. Um, so I ended up replying, as you guys know, probably. I don't know if I mentioned it. And whatever, going forward from there, I kind of like drifted apart a little bit, less talking, um, less interaction during social media on social media and texting and all that stuff and just seeing each other. So now we're coming into about this past month and, you know, you could see on the other end, not my end, their end, just of how much they're trying a little bit more to get, you know, my attention and all that stuff. And I, you can tell I'm stepping back, I'm pushing away. So recently I really, really stood my ground and I was kind of just finding that moment where I was going to just be like, listen, I can't do this anymore because I just don't feel anything anymore. So I got, I didn't get caught, but he kind of picked it up on it. So they said, hey, like you're, you know, you're being so off um, lately and I was like, oh, like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, you don't really want to hang out. And then you do. And then you don't. Like, I don't understand. And I'm just like, oh, like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you know, kind of low-key shady. Like, if there's something I did, just let me know. So then I was like, perfect. You know what? Fine. I will tell you what the fuck you did. So I then went off. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I just, I love like just rethinking about it but I pretty much went off and I said that hey listen like the time that you had hadn't replied to me for a week it still bothered me because now going forward you still continue to do the things that you said you would be working on and that just really pisses me off because it's like I just see no improvement you know and I feel like I don't want to waste my time on something that I know right now by the looks of it is not going to improve and by that I mean like just being mostly unavailable like just not being honest open all that stuff and the most important thing to me is like if you're honest with me we're okay but if you're not then like what's the fucking point so I was kind of just going off like that and um you know they said their piece about you know I really truly like you and I'm sorry I should have noticed what was in front of me which was you and blah 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 and I was like okay I understand that like you've also told me before that you've liked me so it's not news to me so I don't need to hear it again to yeah you missed what was in front of you but that's because that's just you that's just how you dealt with this whole situation and that's just the way it was now we can't take that back but going forward I just think whatever was going on here and whatever this is it can no longer continue because I no longer have the feelings that I had for you months ago and they were like, oh, like, man, like, you know, I guess it was too late and blah, blah, blah. And like, but I really like our friendship and my friendship with you is being so much to me. I would never want to lose that and all that stuff. And I was like, OK, cool. Like, I totally get that. And and being friends is, of course, and I like being friends with someone is, is important to me, too. And in this case, yeah, our friendship, my friendship with you does matter. But I just can't give in that 110 percent because whether it was being friends or trying to somewhat find a relationship in this, I still gave my 110 and I didn't get that back. It was 110% for me and literally maybe 10% from you. So I know going forward, whether it's friendship or relationships, I know I'm not going to get that 110% with you either. So I'm not going to give that. So I was like, so we can be friends and all that and I get that. But my my effort towards the friendship is going to be a little bit different because if it's not reciprocated back what is the point 
And then I was just kind of like, oh, whoa, what the fuck? Like, like, and then when I said it, it was, it was weird because I had no emotion towards it. I wasn't upset. I wasn't, you know, angry. I like, I just didn't care. Like I hadn't, I was, I don't know. I just felt so dry and blank. Like I had no emotions towards it. And same thing, like. I was just kind of like, well, it's pretty much it was like a snoozy loose situation. And I remember I was telling Jocelyn about it and she was like, bro, what the fuck? She's like, how did you even have the courage to even say that and, you know, not feel anything from that and not be upset and all that stuff? And I literally was like, yo, listen, I don't know, but I just knew when I did it, I had no remorse. I had no care. I had nothing. I don't know if like I I don't know if I'm a bad person because I didn't feel anything or whatever but in that situation I literally gave no fucks and it is till this like right now till this day I mean it's only been a couple of days but I still feel like I give no fucks and it is the best feeling ever so I genuinely don't give a shit and yeah okay if that makes me still single as a pringle whatever I don't fucking care because now I I don't know I just feel good that I I don't know in my in this whole situation like I just I really don't fucking care and it's actually a really nice feeling so you got my career you got my school you got my love life guys all three aspects of my life two one is going great one is a roller coaster and two I am still I mean okay first of all I counted that so wrong one is going great. Second one is a roller coaster. And last one is um an I don't give a fuck kind of feeling. And I love it. Um yeah. Oh my god. I'm just like looking back, thinking back at it, like <laughs> I don't even care. Um normally and I also you guys know I ask my guests, you know, how they're doing mentally, and so now I'm gonna and it's nice. I love doing that. I love knowing how everyone's doing because it not only do I, you know, know how they're feeling, but most of the guests that I've had, they've been so open about what it is that they that they go through and what it is that they experience and how they cope from it. And it it's such an amazing thing to hear because it just makes me know that they're comfortable to come out onto my platform and share how they're feeling based on knowing that this platform is an, is a safe zone. It is a, a place where people can, you know, say what they feel and what they want. And just, it's just an awesome feeling. And, you know, and every time before each episode I record, they always say like, hey, listen, like, I love how when you talk about mental health because you're so vulnerable and you're just so true to how you feel and what it is and it's an amazing thing to listen to because not many people can do that or want to do that so it's like I actually love that I love hearing that and that's why I love asking them based on how open they are to share so in this case it's my turn to share um as open as I can and I remember last time that I did my an episode just by myself I was very vulnerable I was very open and I was very emotional um I promise you that won't happen today because <laughs> I'm actually feeling really 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 fucking good and I don't kind of want to bring myself down um or just kind of get into that mindset anymore or just you know right now so overall mentally I've been doing um a really really good I have recently just met a new therapist we got in touch and we went in depth right away with our session and I cried from beginning to end but it was such an emotional ride within that session because of what I experienced there was so much that I was going through emotionally um, and mentally that I didn't know was even part of my mental health and it was an amazing thing to experience because now I'm like whoa I didn't know this was even a thing. This is what matters and all that stuff. So it was cool to find out a new um, understanding. 
So now going forward, of course, I want to um, see her again and, you know, kind of go more in depth with it. Um, my last few sessions, my last few therapists, sorry, I've only had a limited amount of time with them. So I want to make sure that I, I use this time wisely and, and use as many sessions as I can. Um, other than that, mentally, I've been really good. I, for those of you who tuned in, I did a live on um, World Mental Health day that was the week of mental health awareness week which was an amazing week to see many posts from many different um people on instagram social media um, on the radio at the radio station we did a whole week full of that and it was amazing to hear all these things about mental health from so many different people from whether it was kids their parents and you know, their friends and, and so on. It was awesome. It was on, honestly so good. And there was one on the radio where um, it was anonymously, anonymously submitted, you know, just explaining their situation and all that. And their mom called it. And, and I took that moment to listen. And she truly said, like, hey, listen, like, I didn't know anything about mental health. I didn't. But to now know based off what my kid's going through and him being openly speaking about it and and you know talking about it with me with his counselors at school his therapist and so on it just opened my mind and opened my eyes to a whole nother world and a whole new perspective on all this and and it got me to understand more and to learn more and I thought that was so cool because she even said like you know being part of the South Asian community it's not talked about and it's true and I've mentioned this multiple times it isn't it's not talked about at all and it's not discussed enough and I feel like that is what we need to you know change and we need to improve on um so when I came on my live on that Saturday I'm gonna be honest I was very very nervous I was getting butterflies in my stomach coming about two hours before I was gonna go on and I was like you know I'm nervous I I don't want to cry I want to be you know as honest and straightforward as I can get towards this topic and you know my experience and I feel like I've talked about my experience many times on this platform that you know I think I can handle it and now we're we're about an hour before the podcast I mean for sorry an hour before the live and I still like I was getting jitters and I was I was getting nervous I was shaking my leg I was getting anxious and I was like I don't know I don't know if I can do this I don't know and I, what I was worried is, okay, is anyone going to listen? And does it even matter? So I was kind of getting all these thoughts in my head and I was, you know, rethinking things and I really didn't want to go. I was like, you know, if I didn't show up, like, do you think anyone would notice? And I was getting panicking. So now I'm going forward and it's about eight o'clock now. So I'm like, all right, like it's time, you know, it's time to go on and going on that was was crazy I as I was talking during the live I still was getting butterflies I was still getting nervous I was getting jitters and all that stuff I was starting to feel uncomfortable I I didn't know what people were thinking and and if they enjoyed it and all that stuff oh my god the hiccups now you guys oh my god excuse me um so yeah so then I was you know going forward and I was like okay like now it's time to talk about myself and how it's impact me and I literally said, I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But of course I cried, you know, it, it, it happens. But I, I think talking about it had to be the most amazing thing ever. And I've talked about it multiple times. I've said that before, but just publicly and just in live, like in that moment, you know, it's not recorded. It's not where I, I delete it and, and be like, okay, just, just don't cry this time. Just try again, try again. This time it was, it was real. It was raw and it was so nice. And the feedback that I got from you guys afterwards was awesome. You know, it was amazing. It was so positive and so loving. And for you guys to come out to me and, and not only say, you know, I have a different level of respect for you. I see you in such a different uh, viewpoint of uh, view now. Like, you know, I, I understand you. I feel you. I've been through that. I am going through that. Um, it's amazing. So I want to say, you know, thank you guys for doing that and 
you know, reaching out to me afterwards. And, and, you know, some of you even said, hey, like, I hope to be able, you know, to be able to gain this confidence and be courageous enough to talk about a topic where I'm going through what I'm going through and just being finally okay about it. And I, and I literally said, I was like, you know what, like, it's, it's something that takes time. It's not something that'll happen overnight and it's not something you can just snap your fingers and, hey, listen, look at me. I'm perfectly fine. Let's talk about it, blah, blah, blah. It takes time. I was never someone who was open about it. Like I had mentioned, I was very, a cl- I, was a, uh, I was a closed door. I didn't talk about it because I didn't want to. And when I finally opened that door and, and, you know, gained the confidence to talk, that is what helped me and what pushed me f- to continue to do it. So... Yeah, I think that day and now coming to the a couple days after that and so on until the present day, I have been amazing. I've been feeling so just so up there and I've just been I've had all this energy that I, ha- I felt like I haven't had in so long. I've I'm not you know, I'm not lazy. I don't feel down. I don't feel tired. I just I just feel like I have this ball of energy that I haven't had in so long and I'm just using it as much as I can and hoping that it continues you know it continues on and not just you know it's this one moment and it's gone I'm gonna embrace every moment that I can with all this energy and I'm gonna you know push forward and continue that it happens every other day and and I don't lose it so you know as you guys know I obviously am gonna rate my mentality um, 10 being I'm going to fucking blow up and one being absolutely floating, literally rainbows, sunshines, all that good stuff. You guys know that. And by the sounds of it, you guys can already tell I am honestly speaking, I'm at a one. And I remember telling Ravina that from Just Cakes when I did our episode that, hey, I'm at a one and I haven't been at a one in, in forever. And you know, her excitement and being like, that's fucking amazing, dude. Like, that's awesome to see that, especially hearing your episode where you were at a fucking 10 crying alone in a park, you know, and just in this mental state where you were just in a dark hole. And then to go from a one, like, that's an amazing thing to see. And, you know, you can see that progress as you went forward. And I saw it and so many people have seen it. And I just love it because now for those of for those who have seen me in my dark hole, no. And for them to reach out and say, hey, listen, I've noticed you've been doing so fucking well. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy to see you that you found happiness and that you're, you know, in a going in a better mindset and a better place and all that stuff is is honestly so warming for me to hear. And I love it. So I want to say thank you guys so much again. Um, of course, this is a topic that will forever be important to me and will forever be discussed. But... I just want to say thank you guys for your your constant support when it comes down to mental health and for always, you know, sending the positive feedback and just showing all the love. I truly, truly appreciate it. Alrighty, so um, question. Based on, now we've updated you, I mean, now that I've updated you guys with my life, um, have you guys ever experienced where your, you, you, okay, your best friend, you know, is in a relationship? with someone maybe for about a couple months now and have you ever experienced a time where your friend chose their relationship over your friendship okay so okay now that you guys are okay probably like what the fuck what do you mean I'll explain so have you ever okay so there's been a time where um a friend of mine is dating this their significant other for a couple months now and you know their significant other gets really involved in my life you know our other friend's life like everyone just based on being around all the time and just always you know just being present and there's of course nothing wrong with that I have no issue um I only have the issue is when I don't genuinely like that person if I don't catch a vibe if I don't feel comfortable safe or um safe as in like mentally safe around you and all that stuff like emotionally and stuff I'm I don't want you to know much about my life I don't want you you know I just don't want that but it's hard because that's that's your best friend's you know significant other what are you gonna do because you want to be with your best friend but 
it's hard. You know, and then you try to tell your best friend and they don't understand and blah, blah, blah. Now, because you have no other choice and they're just invested, unfortunately, they start to say things about your life, about um, certain issues in your life, certain um, areas based on, like I said earlier today, school, career, um, relationships, you know, your love life, all that stuff. And it's just, it just drives me nuts because it's like, you can't give an opinion, dude. Like, don't. And the worst is when they tell your best friend and say, hey, listen, I think that Amber, you know, should stop with this guy. I'm going to actually hook him up with someone else because, you know, like they're clearly not it. Like they're not going to be, you know, going further with this relationship. And the worst is like, you know, as a best friend, you would tell, you, you know, me that hey like this is what someone said like how do you feel are you guys okay like is everything going okay in that relationship all that stuff but instead was like yeah go for it do it like you're totally right they're not gonna go anywhere and then just you know stab you in the back kind of like that and the worst is when you go and confront them based on a reliable source they literally say no I don't know what you're talking about and then Admit to someone else that, oh, yeah, I lied to her, but I'm not going to tell her that. <sighs> I absolutely hate that. So that situation kind of took place pretty, not even kind of, it did take place. Um, you know, a friend of mine chose their relationship over our friendship. And when I confronted them, they lied straight to my fucking face. And the worst is that I've given them a second opportunity. Hey, listen, like, this is your chance. Tell me the fucking truth. What was that? What happened? Is that what was said? And then saying no again. And then when I leave the room being like to my other friends, like, oh, yeah, I lied. Do you think she'll know? Of course, they're going to fucking tell me that you lied and said that. I gave you the opportunity to come to my face. I gave you the opportunity to talk to me about this. And you didn't. And now... I feel stupid because, one, I thought this friendship was was true. I thought it was, uh, you know, real. It wasn't. It was a lie. It was fake. It was, it was annoying. That's just so annoying because now I'm, and, and now it, it's hard because, you know, this friendship you've built for so long is so important. So you don't, you don't want there to be any negative vibes in it. You don't want anything to go wrong. So, you know, now I'm pinpointing things, you know, I'm pinpointing, okay, anytime she's in a relationship, you know, she starts picking that side and, and you just see a whole different side of her. But it's like, dude, what the fuck? If you're changing who you are for the person you're so-called in a relationship and so-called in love with, that's not fucking true love. And that's not a fucking relationship. That's fucking stupid. Why are you changing yourself for someone that you should supposedly be real around. That's someone who should love the real you. Not this fake person that you have to be. Oh my god. That just drives me fucking nuts. I actually hate that. I've seen that so many fucking times. And so many of like uh, my friendships. And just friends of friends. And you know hearing all these people tell me these things. That yeah like you know every time she's in a relationship. Or this person's in a relationship. They're such a different person. You know, they they act like this one person with him, but then they act like themselves with us. And then you're like, but what's the point of being with that person if you can't even be real with them? You can't even show them your true colors and who you are because in the end, they should love you for who you are. If you can love them for who they are, why can't they fucking do that for you? I'm like, my face is getting like red because I'm just getting so mad now just talking about it. But, um, yeah, so that situation pretty much happened. So that's what I was kind of like, ask, that's why it was, that's why I asked you guys like, hey, like, have you ever experienced where your friends have chosen their relationship over your friendship? Um, which honestly sucks because, you know, and then there's some people who end up choosing their relationship over their friendship and that relationship has lasted for years now. And I, and I honestly, kudos to you, like. That's amazing. You, this relationship was worth it, but 
if you're still acting like a different fucking person after all these years, it's not, okay? Because by now, if you're fucking with them for like plus seven plus years, you should be fucking, you should be your fucking self. That's how it should be. Oh my God, people drive me crazy when there's situations like that. Uh, just be fucking real of who you are, dude. Like it's not fucking, right. and the worst thing is, nobody the worst okay the worst thing can be is when you're in a relationship and none of your friends like the dude oh my god the worst is that so say if okay this is a completely different now different thing now what if you're in a relationship right your friends fucking hate the dude like literally hate this guy like I can't be in the same room with this person. I don't even want to talk to this person like I just don't like his presence at all like no not my type of person but you're like, fuck, like, we're so real for each other, you know, and now, you know, you're being yourself and he's himself and all this stuff. And you know, like this, I, I truly feel something like I, you know, love him. And I know that this is going to go somewhere and all that stuff. But my friends don't like you, bro. That fucking sucks. Okay, that actually fucking sucks. Because now... You you want to be with your friends, but you want to be with him. But at the same time, it's like, well, fuck, like... Uh, no, you can't come over. No, we can't hang out because my friends are all here and you know how they feel about you. Uh, you know, that sucks. Like, maybe that person should now figure out what it is that they they don't like. If it's something that they can work on, awesome. If it's something they can't, then that's a little bit of a problem. But just imagine, just imagine being in a relationship and none of your friends like the guy you're dating or the girl you're dating. I would actually be very upset if I found out that neither of my friends liked the guy that I was seeing. Oh, I would I would be so upset because it's like, oh, my God, no, because I really, truly like this guy. And like, I don't know. I of course, like for me, opinions don't matter um, about anything from anyone. But when it comes to my friends, like. I obviously want to know, like, how my friends click with who I'm seeing because, you know, like, my friends are my ride or die. They're going to be there with me always, and I'm going to be around them all the time. But so am I. I'm also going to be around my significant other, so I would like it to mesh well. And it just sucks when they, they don't like them. And now you're just like, well, what the fuck do I do? Like, I don't know, right? So now you're just in this fucking pickle, bro, because now you're just like, well, my friends don't like you. I love you. Blah, 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 blah. I fucking hate it. I, I just chugged some water. Sorry. I hate being in situations like that when it comes to relationships. Fucking sucks. So if you've been in a situation like that where, you know, you're even if you're currently in it, I don't know. But if you've been with someone and your friends don't like the person, oh, my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry please tell me how you made that work even if you if you made it work and if you didn't tell me how it ended how did that go because i would love to know because currently that's happening right now in a situation with one of my friends where things are tight things are tight with them and it's just not working and now you know shit's just going on a roller coaster and and emotions are everywhere and now i this one's not talking this one and this one's a blah 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 it just <sighs> gives me a fucking headache so please do tell how you figure this out because i would like to know so that maybe i can take that advice and you know use it in this situation and hopefully it all goes well for me otherwise right now we're all faking it till we make it in some of us actually aren't so that's even worse um yeah that's that's that so let me know what you guys did in that situation and also let me know if um you've ever dealt in the uh in a situation where your so-called best friend has chosen their relationship over your friendship and why if you don't mind, if you don't mind sharing please tell me i want to know if you guys have experienced this and it's not just fucking me okay thanks okay so um speaking of you know dating relationships all that stuff i love talking about this topic just because there's so many things you can say about it and like so many different opinions can come from different areas and stuff like that so you guys know i recently asked on my story for you guys to submit any 
funny hookups or dating stories that you want to share. And, you know, I just want to, you know, I want to read them, of course. So I thought I'd read them and just kind of give you guys my reaction, my opinion, all that stuff towards it. Okay, so this is the first one that I got. So this was a hookup one. And, oh my god, okay, this is, okay. So I burped in someone's mouth while making out with them. And before we made out, uh, before seeing them, I had Gobi Subji before that. And then when I burped in their mouth, it smelled like Gobi Subji. So, okay. First of all, Gobi Subji girl or guy, whoever you are. Bruh, if you know you go meet up with someone and you know you're gonna, you know, hook up with someone or make out with someone, whatever, brush your goddamn teeth. It's common sense, bro. Why would you want to go, if in that situation, you wouldn't want anyone to, you know, hook up with you with your stinky ass breath. And, oh my God. Okay, all I can say to this go be subji girl is, one, that really sucks that you went in that situation. Two, just next time, brush your goddamn teeth. Bring some of those uh, Listerine uh, tablet tab thingies whatever i have some if you want them and pop one of those bro just minty fresh come on just something chew some fucking gum i don't know but just freshen up bro come on that'd be the worst first of all you're making out and all of a sudden someone burps that's already one thing that sucks two now you burped and it smells like gopi subji do you see the problem here all right oh my god okay Oh my god, this this one's a little graphic. Okay. Um, I apologize for those who are listening and it's very inappropriate. So cover yours. So this one says, so this is in school. I'm I don't know, it doesn't say age or anything, so I don't know if it's high school or university. I'm gonna go with high school, okay? So I was about to give head in the girls' washroom at school, and when he pulled out their his pants when he pulled down his pants, um, they had the most stinkiest penis and then i literally said verbally you know go shower before we do this and we never ended up doing it <laughs> okay first of all <laughs> okay um this goes to so this is stinky peepee girl that's what i'm gonna call you it's not you obviously the guy but who submitted it Peepee girl. I'm assuming it's a girl, guy or girl, whatever. Uh, stinky peepee girl. Kudos to you for being like, yo, no, go shower before we do this. Because maybe you could give Gobi Subji girl some advice and tell her to fucking go brush her teeth. Uh, well done for saying no. And now this guy will now forever know that one, he has a stinky peepee. Also, that he will always freshen up no matter fucking what. Because you should always. And kudos to not ended up, like, not end up uh, going through with it. So, yay. <laughs> but what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Two. I, okay, whatever. I don't know how you guys did that. If you obviously skipped class, probably left and went to go to the washroom, some stupid shit like that, right? Bro, I fucking know, okay? I ain't stupid. I know what the fucking gunda shit you guys did in high school. I didn't fucking do it. But I know. Because I know the shit that happened at ND was fucking disgusting, first of all. Like the dungeon? No. That shit's a no-no zone. No-no zone. Especially, okay, it's a no-no zone when you have, um, when you have class. And it's a no-no zone when you have it during lunch or after school. Because that is like a makeout session for everybody who is in the dungeon. Yo, where are so-and-so? Oh, yo, they in the dungeon. Oh, shit. Should we go see? Oh, okay. Bop, bop, bop. Boom. Hook it up. Nasty. Dungeon was a sa- not a safe zone at ND, okay? At least when I was there, like, that was our, that was everyone's kind of go-to thing. Not mine. Like I said, not mine, but everyone else's. Okay, someone said, one time I broke up with my ex of two years and then hooked up with the guy he broke up with me over so okay so these so they said i broke up with my ex of two years and i hooked up with the guy um that he was worried about the next day just because i was mad first of all you petty as fuck bitch 
I'm gonna just say that you you're the petty girl. I'm gonna call you petty girl. Petty girl. First of all, damn. Okay. You know, clearly, the guy, your ex boyfriend of two years, was worried about something, because you ended up hooking up with that guy two days later or the next day. Sorry. So you know, there clearly was a reason why he had to break up, and you know the fact that. Uh, you said you did it because you were mad. Well, you pretty much proved him right. What he was worried about. Just saying. Okay. Someone said. I'm just naming all you guys. Whoever these sent these. As I'm reading them after I read. So let's see. Okay. So one time I found out my ex was talking to a friend of mine while we were dating. And started dating her a week after we broke up. Okay, First of all. That fucking sucks. Because you saw it coming, broke up. At least you got out before you got hurt, you know? Like, maybe, yeah, okay, maybe you probably got hurt during the breakup. Fine. But at least you knew what was coming and you didn't get cheated on. And he waited till after you guys broke up. At least that's what I know. Um, he hit me up to come over one day. And I went to hook up with him to be petty bitch you petty girl 2.0 but then he told me they weren't talking anymore so i left she was i guess i'm my own fucked up friend okay ha 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 that's all <laughs> oh my god okay um well i don't even know what to say i feel like i should just take everything back that i said about this petty girl 2.0 the fact that you went over, uh, oh my god, okay. The fact that you went over to hook up with him to be petty, just because, like, whatever. I love the fact that you left when you found out that they weren't talking. So you originally would never have hooked up with him if they weren't talking. Two only did it so you can get back at her because that was your so-called friend. Um, just want to say if she was your friend, she never would have dated him in the first place. So don't consider her a friend. Just saying, um, because friends obviously know that that's, um, a no, no zone. Like that's off limits. So for her to go already and hook up with him proves that she's not a friend Two, Yeah. You and your own fucked up friend because bitch, the fact that you went just to get back at her. Come on now. Be the bigger person in this situation. Petty 2.0. But kudos for sending it in. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. Someone said that, you know, they were seeing someone. He came over after their date or whatever. I guess he came over to smoke. I don't know. Not much detail. It just said smoke came over, whatever. He came over and took a shit in my washroom and then left. And it was loud. Okay. First, I have... Go be sub BG girl. Then I got stinky pee pee. Then I got petty petty girl. And then I got petty 2.0. Now I got poopy pants. Okay. So the fact that he came over, took a shit, a very loud one, and then kicked it. Bro. I really hope you sanitized and cleaned the shit out of that washroom. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. That was hilarious. Um, The fact that... Okay, oh, that's so weird because now that I'm thinking about it, I personally, like, are you guys, you know, comfortable pooping in front of, like, okay, friends, whatever, family, okay, whatever. but, like, your significant other or someone you're dating, are you guys comfortable pooping in front of them? Like, how soon are you to be comfortable doing that? Because I know a lot of people are like, yeah, like, openly shit in front of my boyfriend, blah, 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 or girlfriend and all that stuff. I'm just like, yo, I don't know how the fuck you guys do that. Like, it's weird. I just don't feel comfortable doing that. Maybe, obviously, if, like, I'm married and stuff, then it's different. And we've been dating for quite some time now. And, like, whatever, somewhat years. Uh, the first time? No, no, no. And, like, in this case, this guy, like, they were just seeing each other. And he literally came over, took a shit already, and left. And I'm... Yeah. Yeah. And it was clogged. Okay, so now you got a clogged toilet full of shit from poopy pants, and then he kicks it. For this guy, I'd be so embarrassed. So embarrassed for you. And for the girl, 
I am so sorry you had to go through that and that your washroom now probably had smelled like shit. Literally. Okay, so someone also said that I was going on a date with this guy and he ended up taking me on his deliveries and he was selling coke. Okay. Cokehead. I'm gonna call you cokehead, okay? Um, I have never dealt personally with um, anyone who is in that kind of lifestyle. So I've never really, you know, had to, my date ended up being delivery. Um, but I know a lot of people who have, and that's like fucked up because that's scary because you don't know what could happen. And, you know, I, like anything could happen. Like something could go wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't what it was. It wasn't supposed to be that you said it wasn't in perfect amounts. Shit can go hectic, you know, someone could start shooting. I don't know. So much shit can happen. God knows. I would be terrified if that happened. I literally would have been like, he's like, oh, I'm, if he said, oh, I have to go drop something off, knowing that it's a deal, I would like take me home. But the worst is like, I, I don't know. I would be like right away. Like if he said, oh yeah, I sell, I would, or like I deal Coke and I would have been like, okay, that's it. Like we can't see each other. I just would never go with anyone like that. So Cokehead, I don't know how you did that. And I don't know how the experience went because I only just know that you went on delivery. So selling Coke. I hope it was a smooth fucking delivery and shit went, you know, it was in and out A, a to B, call it a day. But I really hope, you know, you got out of that situation fast because like just that's not something you want to be dealing with. Personally, that's my opinion. But um, yeah, okay. Thanks, Cokehead. Okay, I have another one where they just said, oh, this is just their hookup place. Um, so they just said, I've hooked up in a men's hockey locker room, smelt like sweaty and used towels that probably weren't washed. And I think that, okay, so I'm going to call you. What should we call her, guys? Um, I'm going to call you NHL wife. Why not? Okay, so first of all, the fact that, you know, you were like, yeah, let's go to the hockey room. I don't know how that situation happened, but the fact that you literally went in there willingly, bitch, I don't know how the fuck you did that, okay? Two, I really hope you had, like, something to plug your nose with. Clearly not, because you said it smelled like sweaty in used towels that probably weren't washed. That's disgusting, okay? Because I've been in, even just our field hockey locker room, like, it still smells with our shoes and shin pads and all that stuff. So, men's hockey, <laughs> that's disgusting. So, I don't know how you did that, why you did that. Why? Yeah, oh my god, that sounds like just right. Why you did that? Why you did that? Don't know. Um, I really hope that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing and you never have done anything like that where you've gone to locker rooms and, you know, smelly ones. But, hey, you win some, you lose some. In this situation, you kind of got both because stinky situation, but you still got what you wanted, I guess. Um... You go, you said, I mean, I, okay, not like you would ever intentionally do it again, but you also didn't stop it. Fair enough. Okay, that's, so you didn't stop it, but you would never do it again. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, let's see. Oh, man. Oh, man. Another graphic one. Okay. Um, I had sex with a tampon in. Didn't realize till a week later. The doctor found it actually a week later. Um, I lost the condom in my room, and uh, which I found four months later. And the dude I was hooking up with is now dating my friend. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, lost, uh, lost tampon. First of all, I'm so glad that you found it, or the doctor found it, and it is now taken care of. Two, I don't even know how that happened. How do you... How do you, okay, here, here, I'm going to ask this woman, how do you not realize that it's in there? Like, you know you're on your period, so you would know that there's a tampon, right? Come on, no, yes, right, hello, and oh, it's just protection, guys, so the fact that, you know, you didn't, mm, flags, two flags right there, and now your friend is dating that person, well then. I hope that relationship is going well and, you know, they are, they are being safe 
and you know all that stuff but damn girl the fact that you want want, I just don't understand how you didn't realize that it was in there because you know you should know you're on your period two always be safe like would you not want to suggest the condom and three do you not remember having to change your tampon so you know you know you have to change your tampon so wouldn't you know that hey you know just the fact that a week later it took you to realize lost tampon you needed help in that situation and i'm really glad you found it a week later but uh, next time if you know you're in your period just, just just be more cautious on this, okay? Just be more cautious. Okay, someone said this one time I was making out with a chick and her mom came behind us. Okay, first of all, that's such an awkward moment. Uh, I'm gonna call this one Mummy's Girl. Um, because honestly, if anybody's parents caught them in any situation, ugh, I don't even wanna go in detail, right? That'd be one, that's so awkward, and two, damn, you and shit, okay? Especially if you have a brown parent you in trouble. I think that would be any brown kid's nightmare is if they ever got caught. So in this situation, I don't know whether it's like, I don't know. But I know in situations, if any of my friends said, hey, I got caught, bro, my heart would drop in my stomach for them because I would be so scared. I never, I don't think anybody ever wants to go through that experience ever in their life being caught by their parents. Um, yeah, that's fucked up. I'm sorry, mummy's girl. I hope, you know, it ended a little bit smoother than I'm imagining. But with the emojis this guy, this person used, literally like the laughing emoji and that like shocked, looked like a ghost kind of emoji, like, <gasps> no, whatever. So I'm assuming it didn't go well. So mummy's girl, I really hoped everything went well in that situation. Oh, God. Okay, another one, a little bit graphic. But this one's also about getting caught. Um, I was hooking up with a girl at her house while her parents were gone to work. Um, her dad came home early and caught us in her room. I ran out literally half naked. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. What the fuck? First of all, like I said, how awkward is that to be going in that situation and getting caught? I would feel so uncomfortable if I'm literally, I don't know how, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's so, like, that's paranoia right there. Like, I, I, I can't, I don't know how you guys do that and how you guys can deal with those situations and go through those. Y'all are crazy. But, oh my God, the fact that you literally ha- ran out of the house half naked, my guy, my guy, I hope everything is okay and I hope that you know i'm not sure if you guys are still together but i really hope that you know your relationship with her dad now is a little bit smoother otherwise that's very awkward very awkward and family dinners must be so uncomfortable for you but thanks for sharing that one guy (laughs) so of course i obviously answer your guys's questions at the end of the episode but i think that kind of pretty much sets that there for you guys that I answered all those um I shared those stories those are actually so fucking funny I loved all of those thank you guys so much for submitting your guys's crazy hookup stories I hope to do and hear more of those in the future especially when I do a bunch of my relationship um episodes because that'll be really fun to get hear what everyone's gonna say based off like my guests that come on so that'll be really fun um please submit more guys honestly the link is in my bio use it up and share honestly even if it's not about the topic that i'm recording that week just share whatever and i i do end up kind of answering those throughout the week um i really really do so thank you guys for doing that and you know helping a girl out because those are actually so funny when i was reading those i literally died i was like no fucking way that this is happening to anybody right now i'm shook um yeah okay cool awesome so that pretty much wraps up this week's episode um i really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode it was really it was was, i felt like it was short but it was also just just jokes it was honestly jokes i'm glad that i caught you guys up with my shit trying to make sure i keep you guys in the loop because i love doing that with you guys and um i can't wait to do more of these i'm really enjoying the whole solo kind of vibe um so i can't wait to do more of those 
I also was, after doing the live of mental health, I wanted to know if the lives are something you guys liked as well. We can obviously go based on topics and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can do lives with some guests that I want to bring on. Because due to COVID, I know it's really hard to come and record. Um, So maybe if I can do like a live podcast there that'd be cool so let me know if you guys are interested in that oh send me a dm you know with any of your guys's opinions on anything and yeah i hope you guys have a great weekend i will see you guys all next week because next week is halloween we do have a halloween special so i cannot wait for you guys to hear that one so other than that please stay safe with all the cases going up covid's getting crazy so stay safe wear your mask keep your distance and have an amazing weekend. So that's a wrap with this week's episode. I will see you guys all next week on Friday at 5 p.m. for another happy hour. Bye.